Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The question really is how much longer will this country continue to tolerate this? You've got to wonder. And what happens if we keep tolerating it? We don't need to wonder about that because we've got Australia as an example. Consider this new video. It's from an Australian newscast this morning. Watch as the anchor announces the breaking news of the day, which is the escape of three inmates, Australian citizens, from a COVID concentration camp. We start with breaking news out of Darwin, where three people have escaped from the Howard Springs COVID quarantine facility. Talia Saab is there for us. Talia, good morning. There's a search underway right now. Yes, that's right, Davina. Good morning to you. We've been told the trio scaled the fence in the early hours of this morning. Police receiving reports around 4.40am. Now, major police checkpoints have been set up around Howard Springs for the past several hours. As you can see in these pictures, they've been conducting thorough searches in car boots, checking vehicle registrations, cars and buses alike. Holy S. In case you don't understand what was going on there, as it sounds like, and you got to see the video too, like they're trying to find Bin Laden. Or like, some horrific multiple murderer. Right. No, no. These are people that had to go to a COVID camp because if you have COVID, they make you go there in Australia. And a couple of people who thought, I don't want to be locked up in COVID camp and escaped. They got the cops out on the highways, and there's long lines of cars on the highway as they search the car. Again, like they're looking for bin Laden. They got everybody out of the car. There's people with guns. They're walking around. They're looking inside. They're opening the trunk to try to find somebody who's got COVID. Well, in their defense, Jack, remember, COVID kills 99.99% of people who get it, and there is no vaccine. Or, wait a minute, no, no, it doesn't kill 99.99% of us. And if you want a vaccine, you've gotten jabbed to your heart's delight. 99.5% of us live through COVID, and there's a vaccine, and you're acting like bin Laden has escaped because somebody with COVID might be out there. And somebody with COVID decided, you know what, I don't think I should be imprisoned. (laughs) How crazy is that? How well, crazy that, is that? That is the Western world. That is one of our allies. This is this this is a country that was founded on English common law. This is scary. You tell me North Korea is doing it. I think meh or China. Yeah, exactly. But that that uh, the, again, you ought to see the visual, the the police presence for somebody that's got COVID. They were searching car trunks to make sure nobody was smuggling them out in their trunk. I. Yeah, if there was a guy walking alongside the road and said, "Hey, can you give me a ride?" I've I got, just to let you know I've got COVID. I'd say, "Get on in. I'm vaccinated and I've had it. So whatever, I'll give you a ride." I might leave <laughs> the windows open. But. The, the cops are acting like you know John Dillinger's on the loose. Now I'm looking up at the TV in our country as we're screaming that direction. Omicron detected in America, November 26th. The man returned to the United States, November 27th. Scientists reveal variant 29th. Traveler tests positive in Northern California. We do have a case of Omicron. Omicron in the United oh, States. Oh, and, and and he's fine. And it seems so far that everybody that has Omicron is fine. I, I don't I don't know if there's any cases of anybody who's even died from it yet. Or even get it up in the hospital. In, in Israel and Greece and Hong Kong and of course it's in the United States. I'd assume that. 
What is, what is this weird reaction to this stuff? I know. We, we are at risk here, folks. When people lose their minds, they do crazy things. I think as a society, well, in multiple societies, obviously, the Aussies, my God, the Aussies have lost their minds. I and, had... and, and you know what? And I predict this. Because uh, the uh, the COVID and its its uh, you know many offspring are going to be with us the rest of our lives. It will be endemic, as everybody said. And when it is just like a cold, and you know it's like a flu, sometimes it kills people, mostly it doesn't. We will look back on this time with horror, with horror and disgust, with anger. And yet, there there are comparatively few of us who understand that. Again, I watched that video that Tucker played last night, and I had to watch it again. I thought, did I miss something here? Just just the view had such gravity, but the reality didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, there was such a divorce between the threat and the reaction. The, oh, my God. And, and you people who busted out of your COVID jail, good for you. They got GoFundMe in Australia. <laughs> So, wow. so the Biden administration is talking about uh, all kinds of different requirements. This was came out of the Washington Post yesterday, and I don't know if they're floating this stuff to see how people will react. Or... That's part of it, I think. Trial balloons, as they say. The Biden administration is tightening travel rules to and within the United States, requiring all inbound international passengers to test for COVID within 24 hours of departure. It's also extending its mask requirement on all domestic flights and public transportation through March 18th. Remember when you thought you get vaccinated, you wouldn't have to wear masks anymore? No, now you're going to have to be a full two years into this thing. You're on a flight, fully vaccinated. You got both shots and the booster, maybe even had COVID once. And everybody else on that flight, if they wanted the vaccine, has gotten it. And uh, you're still wearing a mask. Right. Wow. Uh, all announced, uh, all going to be announced today, part of a bar- broader plan to bolster the nation's arsenal of tools in its fight against the virus. Why? Why? If you're vaccinated, you're vaccinated. It, the, uh, serious, deadly breakthrough cases are very rare. They're not unprecedented, but they are rare. Everybody's had the vaccine, wants to. Uh, the latest variants seem to be milder, not more deadly, although it's a little early to say. I will tell you when I'm certain of something. I'm not certain of this. Uh I just, I, I don't get it. You know, uh, thanks to Donna, who sent along a beautiful illustration of my quote of the other day that I was a little bit proud of. Um, I said, don't be obs- so obsessed with, you know what? It's my own quote. I'm proud of it. Donna put it on a poster next to a big elk. Okay. Wow. Don't a quote so- from you on a poster next to an elk. I'll let you see the graphics there. Wow. How about that? How attractive that's, is that? That's like the sort of thing you put up on the wall in your cubicle. Nice job, Donna. Anyway, don't be so obsessed with not dying that you forget to live. Oh, that's a good one. I don't I'm know if telling it, you. an elk standing in the mountains enjoying freedom. That's exactly what's happening. There. I don't know that elks are any more alive than any other beast. Oh, way more alive than a squirrel. Are they? Yeah, squirrels well, yeah, hardly. Just by the pound, I mean. You got a 1,400-pound elk that's more alive than a one-pound squirrel. You ask me how I am most days, I'll say free as an elk. That's how I am. <laughs> freedom! I'm as lively as an elk. It's like my son. I asked him, are you sleepy? You look sleepy. He says, I'm awake as an egg. He's always used that as an expression. I don't don't have any idea what it means. (laughs) Where did he get that? I don't know. (laughs) Probably some odd cartoon. (laughs) Um, Yeah. 
I like the com- comparison uh, between Trump and Biden in handling this. And for me, it's less of an opportunity to beat up on Biden currently than it is um, just to let everybody know whoever was president and whether they did this or that. I think we were going to get more or less the same result. Joe Biden came in. I'm going to shut. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus and constantly mocking Trump's handling of the COVID. Well, more people have died under your watch, dude, than died under his. And you got the vaccine on your side. So to me, that's not a criticism of what Biden's done, but what he's said, acting like you have control over this. You don't. We need more humility around this virus, realizing we don't have that much power to dictate what happens. I would agree completely. I think that's really well said. I think that the Biden bull ass, again, is an indictment of his own bull ass and shows the inevitability of eh, there's a pandemic. China let it loose. By the way, it's probably worth noting that China also let loose the drug overdose pandemic in furnishing America with all the fentanyl we can snort and inject. Uh, much of it coming across the Mexican border. Uh, but yeah, so thanks for that, China. But yeah, it's just, it's gonna do what it's gonna do. The, the illusion of control. And, uh, one of our, our beloved listeners, Kevin, who writes these detailed sourced emails about COVID with all the data and the studies and the blah, blah, blah. He's always talking about this, the illusion of control. We just think we, not we, but the, 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 the leaders of, of the U.S., your state, your idiot county, Australia, whatever. They're all acting as if, if you only give them enough power, they will bring this adversary to its knees. No, you're not. No, you're not. Protect yourself and the ones you love the way you see fit and let people live their lives. Take it from my friend, the Grand Elk. I represent science. You represent... Shut up. Read the Brett Stevens column in the New York Times. Uh, He talks a lot about this, and he said, Blue state, red state, big city, rural area, masked, not masked, heavily vaccinated, not heavily vaccinated. There's no rhyme or reason to the way this thing has gone. We just need to recognize that. Quit acting like you can control this thing. And I have one more thought, then we probably ought to take a break. But to my uh, left-leaning brethren, I will tell you this. A lot of the differences in outcome, the real ones that we're seeing, are on the basis of personal choice. What people choose to do, the way they choose to live, the activities they choose to engage in, and in what way during the time of COVID. And those of us who think like we do are perfectly fine with that. Your outcome is based on your choices. Now, maybe you don't like my outcome. I chose it. If there is no freedom to make the wrong decision as you see it, there is no freedom, period. Alec Baldwin gave his first interview since shooting that poor woman. Um, See if he takes full responsibility. I have Uh, a guess. Among other things that we need to talk about. Uh, Our text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? No, no, no. I I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. What did you think happened? Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. Is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Yes. Yep. 
Yeah. Because I, I, I think back and I think of what could I have done. I don't Alex know. Alex You were in the remake of The Getaway. That was pretty rough. Oh, um, that's a heck of a question from George Stephanopoulos to Alec Baldwin. Is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? So, yeah, not only yeah, was there... Well, yeah, what do you think? What do you think? Well, I lost the championship in eighth grade basketball. That sucked. I wasn't a Jew in Germany in the 30s, so yeah, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I shot an innocent woman to death and almost shot an innocent man to death in the same incident. Yeah, this was pretty much the rock bottom. So what he's claiming, though, is not only was there live ammunition in the uh, the gun, which is you know mind-bogglingly dangerous, inappropriate, and inexplicable, but also that the gun went off without the trigger yeah, being pulled. Yeah, could be. I don't know. Or... Or you want that to be true so bad, and my psyche might do the same thing. I'm just saying. O.J. Simpson. Well, I don't think he did it on purpose like O.J. did. But, well, no, uh, I'm just talking damn. about the, mind, the mind's ability to oh, uh, you know, right. convince us of something to save our, our, our uh, psyche. I remember t- I'm just saying. I remember <laughs> taking a class one time run by this military guy who trained people in uh, small arms, which is funny. That's what my brother did for a living. But anyway, I, did, uh, I took this class, and he said... Pretty much all, um, what is the term? Uh, ADs are actual are actual NDs. Accidental discharges, almost all accidental discharges are negligent discharges. Ah, but people yeah. claim they're accidental discharges. Ah, yeah, because they feel terrible and stupid. Yeah, I could easily see. Yeah, I didn't pull the trigger. What happened? Yeah, because well, he just was the, be, oh. reportedly practicing his his drawing from his holster. Yeah, it'd be easy to accidentally hit the trigger. Sure, which is one of the reasons you got to keep your finger far away from the trigger uh, and not point loaded guns at people, which he didn't think he was doing. Anyway, um, uh, that airs and and again, what when what's going on with this? So you you sit down for an interview, and now there's a this is the 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 the. The trailer we've put out for the interview. Turn into the interview where we'll make even more money selling uh, stuff during the commercials. A guy talking about killing an innocent woman by accident. What but kind not of, just a guy, a big celebrity. What kind of weird entertainment is that? Well, it's for sickos. I'm not watching it. Yeah, I'm not either. That's wrong. That should not be promoted like an entertainment show and aired like an entertainment With all the dramatic music and everything. Yeah, during no, no, the, no, yeah, no, no, I found that no, sickening. It's an accident. No, that's but that's the, the more I think about it, yeah, hell yeah. There's a terrible car accident near where I am right now, and I got behind it today. Some people died, and um, it's horrible. Imagine turning that into a, a TV show with cool music and everything like that. Somebody's dead out on the highway. Uh, talk to uh, talk to their uh, spouse. Is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Getting that phone call. Da 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 da. That's that's not right. Yeah, no, that's I know. sick. It is sick. You want to hear the, you want to, uh, long-time listeners of the Armstrong and Getty show, you may quibble on this. Is this the lowest brow thing we've ever done in the history of our show? Oh, no. We have for you now. That's saying something. I know. That's why I was saying. Long-time listeners, you'll have to debate amongst yourselves in whatever those chat rooms are that you get into. Um, we have the loudest burp on record. The loudest burp record has been broken for the first time in over a decade. So somebody, I could beat it. Somebody I'm just saying, I could beat it. Somebody burped 10 years ago so loud that nobody has even come close to it since then. But just the other day, 
in the year 2021, a dude in Australia unleashed this. decibel burp from a guy in Australia who downed like 10 Fosters in a row. Oh, that's a a good way to uh, get ready. That is an excellent way to get ready. (laughs) Again, I could beat it. I'm not going to because I'm a a, a refined gentleman. And I haven't been drinking beer. That's, uh, yeah. He said he picked up the skill at age six. The skill of burping? I think you picked that up earlier than that. I've had, I've raised babies. Yeah, uh, yeah. but burping what loudly. Thing on, to say. Burping loudly on command. He means ah, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> the previous record was 109 decibels, so he beat it by quite a bit. I hope he doesn't get COVID because he'll be imprisoned in Australia if he gets it. That's some highbrow entertainment right there. I don't even know where to go from there. I'm just discouraged. <laughs> the Alec Baldwin story, the burping idiot Aussie. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I have it in me. Uh, cavalcade of headlines for you coming up next. Just work, bingo, bango, bongo. You don't like one story, you love the next one. What's happening in the world? A kaleidoscope of entormation. Yeah, World Tennis made a major decision around China yesterday that I hope is the first of many sports leagues and companies doing the same, if you haven't heard about this. Mm-hmm. All that on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Last week, Ukrainian President Zelensky claimed he had uncovered a Russian coup that he claims was due to take place today, and troops there are on heightened alert. Secretary Blinken also claims Russia is attempting to destabilize the country from within using online anti-Ukrainian propaganda, which has increased tenfold. So as Ukrainians brace for an attack, and 100,000 Russian troops continue to mass on the border, Ukrainians will have been bitterly disappointed by the deterrence put on the table by the NATO chief. Everything from economic sanctions, um, financial sanctions, uh, political restrictions. Indeed, Stoltenberg again reiterated that as Ukraine isn't part of NATO, Article 5, the Mutual Defense Treaty, doesn't apply to them, meaning sanctions are all that's on offer. And sanctions have simply not deterred Putin in the past. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Putin has put about 100,000 troops and equipment on the border with Ukraine. Gee, I wonder what he's up to. And um, yesterday, our guy Blinken, the Secretary of State, said, we are prepared to impose severe costs for further Russian aggression in Ukraine. The question, of course, is, do we mean that or not? That's well, what, and are they severe enough? That's They're what, not. And that's, I would guarantee you, that's what Putin is trying to calculate. That's what Xi of China is trying to calculate. There are some people that think this there might be a coordination between the Russians and the Chinese where Putin pushes to get an idea of how far China can push with Taiwan, that it all fits together. Uh, Blinken is meeting with the Russian counterparts today, and we'll see how tough the talk is. And then, of course, after the tough talk, you have to be willing to back it up. And I don't know if, there, if there's U.S. will to back it up either. Does the average American, is the average American willing to have 
U.S. troops as part of NATO forces fighting and dying to protect Ukraine. I don't think that's even on the table. I don't think that's what Blinken's talking about. He's just talking about extra nasty sanctions. Various lockdowns of banking and all, things that we haven't done yet. Hmm. The Washington Post was uh, intimating that it may be actual military resistance, but I don't know. Wow. Yeah, okay. Um, I doubt it. Speaking of countries that are scary, China Women's Tennis Association announced yesterday that they are no longer going to have any tournaments in China or Hong Kong in light of what they deemed the Chinese Communist Party's continued censorship of Peng Shuai and her sexual assault allegations against a former CCP leader. Which, who knows what's going on there. As I pointed out yesterday, I, I just I just learned recently that this CCP leader was a rival of Xi when they were coming up at the same time through the Communist Party. That guy wanted to be president. She won out. That guy is gaining power, apparently, within the, po- within the party to challenge Xi, and she's got to take him down a couple of notches. So there's lots of politics behind the scenes going on with this. She apparently was in a, a um, consensual affair with this dude for a long time. Doesn't she, mean, not she. You're right. I, that's, the tennis player woman was in a consensual affair with this older, powerful Communist Party guy. Whatever that means in that sort of regime. Right. And uh, and she could have been in a consensual relationship and he did something wrong because that can happen, obviously. Yeah. But uh, so there's politics going on there. But uh, that's a big deal. The Women's Tennis Association saying we're not going to have any tournaments in China because it's too scary a country. I, I hope that's the first of many. I hope soccer does that. I hope the NBA does that. I hope Hollywood decides to do that. I hope all these companies decide, no, we can't be in China. It's too scary and dangerous a country. Well, as I've said before, I hope for a pony for Christmas. And I think we, we seem, have an equal chance. You seem a little old for a pony. Well, and I have nowhere to put it. I've got to check my HOA regulations. I don't think I'm supposed to have a pony. It's weird that you still are asking for a pony. but And, and I think you could afford a pony. A couple hundred bucks to get you a pony? Really? I have no idea what a pony costs. Really? I think you could. I, I'm just guessing. But I'm guessing you could get, like, an insanely well-trained... A uh, thoroughbred pony for a thousand dollars. Lesser pony, I'm thinking five hundred bucks easily. Please. So go. So if you've been wanting one, a man of means. I'm not getting some sort of ragtag mutt pony. Get yourself a freaking pony. Right. Yeah, it's a good point. Anyway, uh, I just I I think your hopes, while lovely, are are bound to be uh, disappointed, with perhaps a couple of exceptions. Uh, a quick by the way, I'll explain this later. Dr. Oz is going to be the next senator from the state of Pennsylvania. What did I say? America is at peak stupid. I believe. So stay yes. tuned. So a number of stories that merit inclusion in the program don't merit a tremendous amount of time, but I think you may be interested in. First of all, prominent health expert and activist in Canada, America's hat, Carrie <laughs> Borassa is her name. Her Instagram page describes her as an indigenous feminist, a proud Metis, that is a uh, a, what? a, a tribe, that's oh, okay. what I'm trying to tell you. It's a tribe in Canada that have been there for the eons. Uh, so it describes her as an indigenous feminist and a proud Metis with an addiction to lattes. The part about lattes is true. <laughs> the rest of it is phony. We have a Canadian Rachel Dolezal, yet another one. She's a professor in the Department of Community Health. 
an epidemiology at the University of Saskatchewan and a leading expert on indigenous issues. She's been exposed as a fraud. Group of academics who are suspicious of her ancestral claims show that she is of Swiss, Hungarian, Polish, and Czechoslovakian origins and has not one ounce of indigenous blood. That's weird. She's identified herself with a number of Canada's Aboriginal peoples. Uh, she she dresses up in the garb. She oh, lectures wow. seriously. She's she's got the feather in her hand. She introduces oh, herself wow. as Morning Star Bear. Oh boy! Oh boy! Hey, Morning Star Bear! <laughs> oh God! And she's making it all up. Yeah, That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Call me Morning Star Bear. It's crazy she got away with it for so long. The whole country is horrified, said a uh, uh, colleague of hers who actually was a member of that tribe. Well, she got away with it partially because if you challenge this sort of thing, you're you're considered, you know, Hitler. In the introduction to her 2017 book, Listening to the Beat of Our Drum, Indigenous Parenting in Contemporary Societies, she goes into detail about her grandparents and stuff. She is the most over-the-top one of these yet. Beating the drum, how to raise indigenous children, and she's making it all up. Well, her native grandfather was a huge influence in her life, except that her native grandfather was Ladislav Kenichek, um, born in Saskatchewan, family from Bohemia and Czechoslovakia. Anyway. At least she's so. not like this other woman, which we'll talk about later, who sued her mom for allowing her to be born and won. Stay tuned for that. Good Lord. I like this. Pro-life advocates have started using the following phrase. They're urging liberal justices on the Supreme Court to follow the science on abortions. Follow the science. I represent science. So follow Fauci. When Roe was decided, fetal viability began at about 28 weeks of gestation. Thanks to medical advances, fetus now considered viable at 23 or 24 weeks, sometimes earlier. A baby girl born in Texas in 2014 at 21 weeks of gestation is reportedly thriving. What is viable? What do they mean? What's the definition of viable in this case? If the child were delivered, it could survive. Why would that be the standard? That that doesn't make any sense to me. So Uh, if 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 it... Well, there's a process of becoming a human being inside the mother for all animals. Mm -hmm. And as alive as it is, squirming around in there and got noticeable legs and whatever. like. But if it couldn't survive on its own outside of its mom, which is the whole process that nature's come up with, then you get to kill it. That doesn't make any sense as an argument. Well, it doesn't make any sense to you. It seems to be the best place societies can arrive at to fashion policy that people follow. Wow. I would say that. Oh, by the way, and I had no intention of getting off on the abortion thing, really, but I, I brought it on, so I'm to blame. Um, Sonia Sotomayor, one of the wildly liberal justices, said something indefensible, uh, I think. Uh, clip number 38, Michael. In the arguments yesterday, the oral arguments over the Mississippi law yesterday at the Supreme Court. In about 40% of dead people who, if you touch their feet, the foot will recoil. There are spontaneous acts by dead brain people. So I don't think that a response to, uh, by a fetus necessarily proves that there's a sensation of pain or that there's consciousness. 
What a bizarre argument. Because sometimes the clearly dead respond to stimulus. The live responding to stimulus is not proof that the live are responding to stimulus. Or that they feel it or are in any way conscious of it. That's a scary way to talk about a living thing. Also, the idea, so if you, and I I don't get the whole pain thing really either, because so if I anesthetize you, then I can cut off your head or whatever I want to do. Sure, you can murder murder somebody. As long as you don't feel it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Moving along. Arizona State University's protests killer Kyle Rittenhouse as possible students. Students at Arizona State angrily chanted, Killer Kyle off our campus as they marched through school grounds. I'm marching because Killer Kyle should not be going to this campus, said one student. Killer Kyle. Named Farha. This is white supremacy at its peak, and it does not belong at ASU. Oh, boy. College students are the worst. (laughs) They really are. They really need to show up. God, you've armed them with just enough information to be wildly overconfident and dangerous. Well, and, we've done, and we've done this wrong thing in society of convincing our culture is that going to college makes you a certain sort of level of success just automatically by doing it. Sure, you're better. Because college. Because college. Which is, at this point, glorified more high school for a lot of people. So anyway, he says it is what supremacy at its peak. Offering no support of that idiotic and incorrect uh, premise. The Arizona State protesters, led by Students for Socialism, ASU, were met with opposition from students who support Mr. Rittenhouse. Oh, well, because one gal says, I'm marching because I believe in the right to self-defense. He's an American who has committed no crime. He contributes to the society the way any other American contributes to society who is not imprisoned. As opposed to the other fellow... He has, she has an argument. He was acquitted. He's not committed any crimes. He's free to go where he wants to go. Well, that is pick what's up, said the other fellow. One student who would not identify himself uh, led the ASU crowd in lock him up chants. The American justice system does not acquit plurality. They are not the objective morality in America. They are founded on genocide, slavery. The morality is based on white supremacy. So the American justice system does not work for people outside that umbrella. Okay, so I get that. And we've talked Rittenhouse to death, so I'm saying this for the fifth time. But uh, even if that's true, even if even, even if a black kid in the same situation would have got treated differently, how does treating Kyle Rittenhouse poorly, wrong, getting the wrong, how does that help anybody? Well, that's a great point, but that doesn't really answer the argument they're making. Which is, this is white supremacy on steroids. I mean, I see your point. Um, but does, yeah, it's kind it, of a tangential argument. But don't we make don't we make a push to make it fair for everybody as opposed to unfair for everybody? All right, yeah. Our rally tonight was a complete success, said another. Well, said the group. ASU heard our demands, and we showed those fascist counter-protesters that we will not be intimidated. The people that came out tonight to support Kyle Rittenhouse proved our argument that if Rittenhouse is allowed on campus, he will be followed by countless racist, homophobic bigots. Homophobic? Wait a minute. How did we get there? Wait, did I fall asleep, honey? Where are we? <laughs> Young wow. people are designed to rebel, and he ain't got nothing good to rebel against. You know, you don't live in an oppressive country or something like that. 
you got to rebel against stupid crap. Yeah, I would say make vacuous, idiotic arguments that consist only of a string of phrases you learned from a social uh, professor. Anywho, so here's the headline you're going to like. Woman sued mom's doctor claiming she never should have been born and won millions. Wow. You got to hear this case, among other things. Hey, can you still buy uh, Armstrong and Getty stuff for a special someone who likes the show, Hanson? Uh, Does that still work? Or do you know, Joe? Of course. Sure, you can. Now, whether it will be shipped in time for Christmas, I think it will. The shipping's been very, very quick lately. So, yeah, if you want to give a a fabulous gift to somebody who's a fan of the show, just go to armstrongandgetty.com. A lot of great stuff to choose from. armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. Meanwhile, earlier in the White House, uh, on the fourth night of Hanukkah, President Biden hosted a menorah lighting. Nothing says you really care about a holiday like waiting until the fourth night to celebrate. That's what I said. (laughs) There was a fun moment tonight when Biden looked at the menorah and said, when I was a kid, we called this a flashlight. Meh. Have I lost my uh, ability to experience joy, or were those just not that funny? Uh, I think the second one. Okay. Although the first one may be true, too. It's, it's, it's certainly <laughs> it in play. Both. It's certainly in play. Um, it, exactly. It could be both. I, hey, just, I, just, I just came to a, a, a realization about the previous story about the gal who claimed to be a native Canadian. Mm-hmm. Uh, this academic makes a lot of money, writes books, leads seminars, considered a leader in uh, indigenous health. Here's a question for you real quick. So she's not at all. She's a white gal, white as I am. But she's really, really good at her job. There is zero allegation, none, that she's ever been less than really, really good at her job. Now, granted, it's as an academic. But so why was she so good at her job? Because she pretended to be a Native person? Because she wasn't. Well, nobody would say, yes, she was good at it because she was pretending to be. They would find that loathsome. So her racial status had nothing to do with her skill at her job. True. In being a leader in indigenous people's health. True. Does that make you stop and think a little bit? Makes you a weirdo that you claim you are when you're not, but it doesn't have any Oh, yeah, she's clearly nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dr. Oz, who's a charlatan in my opinion, is going to be a U.S. He's going to be a U.S. Senator, I think, from Pennsylvania. Yesterday, Representative Guy Rushenthaler of Pennsylvania, he's a member of the House GOP leadership, told the uh, New York Post that he's throwing his support behind the celebrity physician. So that's about his official uh, Republican stamp of approval that you're our candidate, as you can get out of the Republican Party. And I think, Dr. Oz, you add in the celebrity thing, and I think he'll be a senator. I hereby discontinue any involvement in political talk radio. I can't do it anymore. I am now a sports host. Tom Brady, <laughs> the greatest of all time or not, will take your calls. Uh, they got an Omicron case in the United States for the first time, San Francisco Bay Area. They got one in France, they just announced today. Of course we do. Like every other damn variant, it's all over the planet already. But this is kind of interesting. South Korea yesterday announced 5,200 new COVID cases, the highest 24-hour increase they've ever had in South Korea. 
which I just heard yesterday, uh, held up as a, we should do it like they do in South Korea. They've all in. Well, now it looks like they're getting hit, as everybody does eventually. Just the way it works. Uh, Denmark had their, it's a long way from South Korea to Denmark. Denmark had 5,000 new cases, highest 24-hour increase that they've had ever. Wow, per capita, that's big. With almost 90% of their population fully vaccinated, they had their biggest increase in cases ever. Is it Omicron that spreads really fast, even among the vaccinated? I don't know. And appears to be mostly harmless, by the way. Always left out of stories. Yep. Appears to be at this point. And like you said earlier, it could end up being a great thing. So if it spreads around really fast, gives you immunity, but hardly anybody gets sick, this could be better than the vaccine. Right. Um, Interesting story. A woman sued her mom's doctor claiming she should have never been born and has won millions of dollars. It's it's a troubling story, but the implications of it are pretty interesting. It happened in England, but, you know, Western Hello. Western civilization. Um, she's got a horrible health situation with spinal bifida. Uh, she has got all kinds of uh, pain and uh, treatment she's needed her whole life. She says that her mom was not told by her doctor to take certain vitamins that could have kept this from happening and she sued and the, the doctor in the hospital have to pay her millions of dollars hmm. it's troubling um, yeah it a wrongful conception case which has been tried in the united states and various other places it's the first time it's ever been successful hmm. who knows what that'll mean for a uh, precedent and law going forward if you miss an hour of the show you can pick it up at armstrongandgetty.com armstrong and getty